If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Peace and blessings. Blessings and peace. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of A Peaceful Moment. So, today on A Peaceful Moment, we have a young, really vibrant, intelligent, trans person coming to shed fire on a very sensitive topic. So, sit back and relax. Hear me? Is yes, it ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Good afternoon, David. Are you well? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing just, just fine. So, thank you so much for joining me on a peaceful moment. Thank you for having me. Oh, you know, of course, of course, of course. So today, my good friend David is here to talk about gender. Okay, like so, like that. So before we get started, David, tell the people where they can find you and any projects you're working on in the future. Um. My Instagram is Queen of Bread. Period. There is no uh, underscores, no numbers, none of that Morse code. Um, it's just Queen of Bread. Mm-hmm. That's my Instagram. Um, my Twitter, you can find me at Nanny MacFeet. Oh, that's right. F E E T, though. Um, yeah, but currently I have been doing video projects mm-hmm. um, specifically for dance. So I'm current. I'm actually gonna be working on. Well, I'm also working on it currently, but um, I'm working on a project, a Black is King inspired LGBT themed, mm. centered around trans issues. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's gonna be for Black Parade. Gotcha. The song, the extended version. Oh, ooh, not the regular. Oh yes. <laughs> oh yes. We're extra. All right. So let's get into it. So, because I'm not, I'm not too informed on this topic. I'm not gonna say much. If uh, there's something that confuses me, I'm gonna interject and just get a little bit more clarity. But I'm not trying to be ignorant, and I don't want to sound ignorant. So I'm gonna let you take your time. So, if you can define gender for me, go ahead and do that for me, please. Well, gender is different from sex. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone thinks that they are the same. Um, just because of our social construct of our gender binary that we enforce. Mm -hmm. Um, But gender is completely separate from sex. Um, So sex, you know, it's related to your chromosomes. um, And people even think that sex, you know, there's only two sexes, which from what we know there is. Mm -hmm. Um, But there is actually more. Um, if you look into like intersex, mm-hmm. you know, they exist, but people don't acknowledge that because our only perception of gender and sex is a gender binary. Mm-hmm. Um, so gender is not biological, right? Let me actually pull it up. I have the definitions mm-hmm. here for we you. We love definitions. Oh, yes, I have receipts. Come on. So. Not the screenshot. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this person said it perfectly. Um Gender, you know, it refers to a socially constructed roles, Mm -hmm. behaviors, expressions, um, 
and just identities. Um, so it's separate from sex. So because mm. gender can change, well, your perception of gender can change throughout time. It also, you know, it it's affected by um, from a cultural aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, not from a scientific one. So yeah, because people think that gender has a biological basis, but it doesn't. Mm. So it's like, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like your gender is who you see in the mirror and who you feel comfortable as saying I am. And in like sex is more like what you see on that microscope. Is that right. okay? Well, sex is... For example, um, people think sex is related to your chromosomes mm-hmm. as well as genitalia. Um, well, yes, uh, yes, it is. Um, but gender is just how you identify. Gotcha. That's really it is. Um, and gender, d- just like when we think of sexuality, mm-hmm. you know, there isn't just straight or gay. Mm-hmm. It's a spectrum. Right, right. it's a whole spectrum. Um, there. There can, there's probably as many sexualities or versions of sexualities as there are many people in the world. Exactly. Same thing with gender. Because we all you had know? different experiences with right. sex. Yeah. We, we all have different identities and we all relate to gender in, a, in different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, there are people who are non-binary like myself, um, which, by the way, they fall into uh, the trans category, mm-hmm. which... I'll get into that later because people people think that that to be trans you have to have uh, gender dysphoria, and that you have in order to be legitimately trans you have mm-hmm. to want to transition. Got you. But that's not the case. Gender and being trans um, really just comes down to feeling that you don't associate with what you were told, basically mm-hmm. what you were given at birth. Like, you know, Ooh, that's kind of crazy. So I don't mean to cut you that's, off, but that's what, um, that's what trans is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of crazy that you said that, because um, on the episode I did with Ariel, my friend Ariel, she mm-hmm. was talking about uh, the four agreements and everything that you learn and everything that you that you know to be true. Most of that stuff isn't true. You just agreed on it. Right. Like you never chose your name. You right. just give your name at birth. So who's to say we didn't choose our gender? We just agreed that's what we should go with. Right, because we were taught that. Exactly. Right. Mm, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, we, we were taught um, everything that we know is a social construct, mm. you know. Uh, but j- just like if you think about masculinity, femininity, femininity, uh, when we think of the gender binary, when when we grow up we're taught that there is only male and female Mm -hmm. and that's it and if you're female you know you are feminine Mm -hmm. and you have to be that and if you're masculine or if you're male then you have to be masculine and if you're only masculine right and you we we separate these things um but masculinity and femininity um, just like gender are both social constructs mm-hmm. you construct your own meaning when it comes to masculinity or mm-hmm. femininity um so uh what's his name billy porter i don't know if you know mm-hmm. billy porter. Uh, um, from pose pose yes from uh, pose Which i recommend if you haven't watched it okay okay um he said um i love this quote but he said that 
when he wears a dress, he feel he feels that it's a um, extension of his masculinity. Mm-hmm. You know, because you construct your own meaning to as far as what's masculine to you or what's feminine. Gotcha. Because it's it's like over the years, so like back in like the 1960s, I don't know if anybody else can relate to this, but the definition of manhood has changed a lot. So um, I'm a black person. I'm a black man, right? So my dad, his version of masculinity growing up in South Florida, growing up um, in Sunland Park, his version of masculinity was don't try me. I'm the baddest on the street. My Glock is on my waist, and I'm ready to uh, pop some shit off, right. you know? Before that, the definition of masculinity was like, uh, I'm still speaking for black people, you know? Um, it was go to work, take care of your family, don't show emotion. Go to work, don't show emotion, take right. care of your family. You know, don't hug those kids, because you hug those kids, they're going to be weak. Before that, masculinity was take care of your family Make sure your wife is in line. Make sure she's mm-hmm. taking care of the kids. And if she gets out of line, be her, you know? Right. And so, like, now, masculinity is, like, whatever we want it to be. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, for me, like, this just this year, my dad learned that it's okay for a man to cry. And, like, it was when um, my granddad died. My dad, like, he was on the phone with me. And he was just, like, he was so upset. And I was like, if you need to go cry, you can go cry. If you need to lay on the bathroom floor and cry on the floor, go lay on the bathroom floor and cry. There's right. nothing wrong with that. He was like, you know what? That's probably what I need to do. And I was like, because if you try to push back from that, that's not going to help you grow. You have to feel that pain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, my understanding of masculinity is something totally different from what they thought. You know what I'm saying? Does that make mm-hmm. sense? No, I'm not sure what, like... I mean, your idea of masculinity, um, as far as, is, are you saying that your idea of masculinity is uh, having more, c- kind of getting away from the enforced norms? Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Like, it doesn't have to be a straight line thing. It doesn't have to be a book definition. Right. And so, like, when people are like, oh, what did you define masculinity as? And I was like, it's not real. That's not a thing. That's not something that, that's a real thing. Y'all just be saying stuff just to say stuff at that point. Yeah, I mean, our idea of masculinity has always been kind of a set of rules that we enforce to say that these are, this is what normal, uh, this, is, this is what's normal, mm-hmm. and that this is what you have to do. Um, it's just the word to just to exclude right, people, but it but it's all it's all rooted in a patriarchal mm-hmm. approach, um, you know, to say that you know men have to work, you know, women have to be a housewife, mm-hmm. that type of that type of stuff. That's always how it's been rooted in, um, and even if you think about it, gender itself is kind of seen as a threat like gender expression people who are gender non-conforming um it's seen as like a threat to the very systems that are put in place Mm -hmm. um, because of the fact that the systems that are put in place 
are the same ones that enforce, you know, the, the norms, um, these patriarchal, you know, these norms that they try to enforce. These patriarchal principalities, that's what they are. Yeah. They're just big old strongholds just to keep the certain people in power, yeah. to keep us dormant, keep us stagnant. Oh, I can't step out into this era of my life because if I do that, then people are going to look at me weird. Right. And that's why being gay has being gay the biggest reason i believe why people are homophobic is because of gender mm-hmm. gender is kind of i feel the kind of umbrella that <laughs> is the thing that kind of affects everything mm-hmm. um for example if you're gay if you show any sign of being feminine if you got any type of like bend of your wrist it's on right it's it's there's something wrong with you because you're not being masculine like in the in the 50s um there was i forgot what the case was but there were gay people Mm -hmm. um that were being outed in government yes there were government officials and they started uh, being, you know, fired from their jobs once mm-hmm. they were being outed, and people were trying to have this whole feel, fear mongering of gay people as, as government gay. officials. They were saying that they were spies. I think communist spies mm-hmm. at one point, and uh, now today it's kind of the same conversation, but with trans people. Mm-hmm. You know, like whenever they try to have any be a part of legislation mm-hmm. they try to push this fear mongering that we are trying to take people's uh, genders mm. away or or a whole other types of nonsense stuff um, you know they, they say stuff like uh, like I've, I've heard where related to how they think that we're taking gender away mm-hmm uh, they push this. It's it's not that we're taking gender away. It's that we're trying to get rid of gender norms itself. Stop telling me what to do. Let right. me be me. And and then they also say stupid stuff like, oh, you know, they they want we we shouldn't allow self determination of gender because you know then people are going to start saying that they're unicorns and mm-hmm. all these things and it's, that's not even related to what we're talking about we're specifically talking about self-determination of gender mm-hmm. not inanimate yeah. objects let me define myself let me f- let me speak on my own behalf right and and the thing is people's primitive idea of of gender the idea the concept of the gender binary is is fairly new mm-hmm it's was created around the 1700s before that you know with indigenous people there was those two spirit um with um what other in in uh, mexico i believe it's called the muchi mm-hmm. um so in other cultures around the world forever they have always acknowledged that there is more than just you know, there's more than just uh, the gender binary. Mm-hmm. It goes beyond that um, throughout history. Even even in America, before 
um, they used to think that gender for, for each person um, everyone had were both male and female mm. at one point mm. you know it wasn't until recently that they kind of pushed this idea that it's there's only gender binary and and then they view every other culture as uncivilized mm. you know and you know that's 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 what they did with uh with native americans it's to you know they that's how they justified their the genocide by thinking that savages right they thought they were savages and uncivilized and they're just because of how they dressed express themselves their hair right their culture in general that's crazy so so it sounds like we're still fighting the exact same fight they just chose a different enemy because first it was women like if there was a woman who looked a little bit too masculine if there's a woman who looked too got too big shoulders don't let a woman have big shoulders (laughs) and then you have um uh the women who had different bodies um, if her breasts were too big, if her butt was too big, it was like, something's wrong with you. You need to do better in life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it became uh, the prosecution of the gays. Gays were like, gays were being, um, like you said, gays were being outed. They had to go into hiding. Then they started getting arrested. Like, taking the two consenting adults, having sex together, that means you gotta go to jail now? What yeah. is that? Like, who thought of that that, that law? And then, it became the whole thing um, of grid, you know, gay-related immune disease. Um, now it's HIV. And it's like they keep attacking whoever is trying to come up. So it has nothing to do with, like, who we want to be and where we want to go in life. They just don't want us to move. You it has me? everything to do with the fact that if you're not a straight white male or a straight white woman then you're considered less than then mm-hmm. you're in one way or another oppressed that's how it's been um there's this uh, activist their name is alok um and they they always say that of um freedom of gender is freedom for all people because mm-hmm. the same people that like trans people the same people who um want freedom of gender expression and freedom of uh you know the gender binary norms will will eventually affect everyone else because of the fact that the same system which white it's white supremacy Mm -hmm. the same system that oppresses everyone else or oppresses you know trans people mm-hmm. it's the same system that oppresses everyone else so for example um race and gender you know they're both social constructs mm-hmm. but they equally affect each other um a, a trans person's experience is that of a black person's experience is mm-hmm. very similar because let's say you know let's say a trans person a black person you know if they're both stopped by a cop both of them are immediately um, dehumanized because of Mm. the fact that they don't fit the criteria of a straight white male Mm -hmm. or a straight white woman you know so that is the very reason why 
if if we get rid of the gender norms that are enforced that we don't need they're only limiting everybody um, it also affects mental health because of the fact that um, you know if, if you get rid of that stigma of mental health from yourself then in one way or another you're going to achieve some level of self-awareness mm-hmm. which will also affect your um, your gender expression too got you so gender itself if we get rid of the gender norms basically it will affect everything it else it frees everybody pretty much you know so I believe you know I, I recently had a conversation on Twitter with someone that was disagreeing with me because they were saying that well you know a, a black person's experience and struggles are very different of a trans person which is true like that's what's crazy to me how how would you know that you know I mean, like it's how? true because there are um no i mean being, like the person who's disagreeing with you how would they know what the other per- other party's experience is like you know what i'm saying well, they, they were black mm-hmm. you know i mean it, it's they do have separate issues mm-hmm. from a trans um issue from a trans perspective perspective um but they they were trying to tell me that they were against the idea of um what's the word not well they said inclusion too but Mm -hmm. um there there's a specific word when you want uh, to include kind of everybody Mm -hmm. disabilities and uh, i can't remember the word but um they were saying that they were against that basically um the idea of like inclusion just because whenever we say that we are going to include everybody like uh trans issues and and black people and etc um we typically exclude um black issues or we choose some issues over others but then i was trying to tell them that if we do that then that defeats the purpose of inclusion. So you can't say that inclusion is bad just because they haven't um, actually included black people in mm-hmm. the conversation. You know, that doesn't make inclusion bad. That just makes it that they haven't included anyone. We haven't got there yet. Right. Um, so, so yeah. Because it makes sense, like, because... Every like I see everything as valid, so every argument is completely valid. Every even if it's like the craziest like BS, because somehow, some way, you had to sit down and you had to put that out of your mouth, right? So that does make sense. What um what Joe Schmo on Twitter was saying, because yeah. a lot of times we do get put on the back burner, and it feels like when is my turn to be heard? So they feel like is that is that um the argument the we versus it's us versus them, and then it's me versus us. You know, it's that whole thing all over again. So it's like, do I, do I let y'all in to the party so y'all can drink my punch or should I drink my punch by myself? Yeah. So if I drink my punch by myself, there's still going to be some people that's still held down. You feel me? And if there's some people being held down, we're all being held down. Because like the people who are putting us down, the people who don't want us to be ourselves, the people that deny our realities, they don't care who they hurt. Right there, if you're not on your P's and Q's about what they want, 
they don't care about you. The the yeah, word, by the crazy. way, that I was trying to think of was uh, intersectionality. So Say it again. Intersect like intersect being intersectional. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Intersectionality. That was the word they they were Come saying on, that they, they didn't believe in the idea of or the concept of being intersectional because mm-hmm. they were saying that you know in the past when they claimed that they are they haven't actually included black people in the conversation but i was saying well then that defeats the whole concept of intersection like being intersectional mm-hmm. because that in- implies that um if we have a society that is intersectional then everyone benefits you know there no one is being excluded that's one more step further right that's one more step further it's the stagnation for me yeah that's what it is well, yeah that, what, did what, you um did you find your tweets what uh well, honestly which one cuz the which i just need to know so my idea was that we would get some toxic tweets, and so I wanted to hear like why that toxic tweet was wrong. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because those people they know what they're saying is wrong. They know 100 percent that right. like you shouldn't be calling people all type of stuff, and you shouldn't say right. like you shouldn't be denying people's reality. You shouldn't be gaslighting people. That's just that's awful. Right. But I want to know why they were wrong. You know what I'm saying? Let me think, because I think, if I can remember, I remember one person uh, was saying that uh, their daughter, you know, was born with a, they they said that uh, my my daughter is a girl because she was born with a vagina and Mm -hmm. nothing can change the fact that she's a girl and that's what she always will be, Um, which... First of all, why are you talking about their genitalia? That's weird. Come on. Um, and then second of all, they're just reinforcing that idea that your genitalia basically describes your gender identity, mm-hmm. which those are two separate things. And when I come come at them, and then, and then they always say stuff like, that's science, that's the reality of science, you can't dispute science. And... The thing is, people will only people have a scientific bias. You know, they they only agree with it if it if it mm. falls a lot falls in line with their that confirmation bias, their views, right? Um, which I s- started sending them sources because the fact that they were saying all these things that you know that's just the reality of science. So I was like, okay, send me your sources if you're mm-hmm. saying that's not your opinion that's just how it is so and they didn't they were like oh i don't need to do that uh, so i was okay, like dude. okay so then i started saying <laughs> my sources which in i believe it was in 2016 or 2018 where i think like around 2000 um scientists credible scientists at that mm-hmm. they, they came and they said that um you know, gender has no biological basis. It's they're they're two separate things, um, and there there aren't just two genders. You know, there's as many genders as as there is people. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Uh, I'm trying to think of another. 
Have you have you seen any uh, transphobic um, tweets before? So when I see those transphobic tweets, I I never reply to them because I feel like if you if you reply to them, you give them attention and that's what they want. But I did see one, and that was this uh, this Joe Schmo. You know those Joe Schmos without uh, no profile picture. And they're, um, the they're trolls. At, yeah, they at names is their name with, the with a whole bunch of numbers afterwards. Oh yeah, it's one of those. So he was he was saying just like a whole bunch of crazy stuff. Like we shouldn't allow um, we shouldn't allow this because it's going to confuse our kids. And like, let's confuse our kids. Let's do that. Let's confuse <laughs> it's these not kids. Confusing. It's only no. confusing to them because it goes against what they've been taught their entire life, which their idea of a gender binary in itself is a primitive thing mm -hmm. like it's barbaric to me <laughs> like how did we go backwards we like, still ooga da booga and what like, is going on like why, why is it before our idea of gender binary we had a better understanding of gender mm. you where know where did we go like how did we go the other the opposite way that doesn't make sense to me we in retrograde right now y'all it's crazy so it's like my take on that is like let's confuse these kids let's push the boundaries of what they think is normal because like it all stems to the same thing like when i was little i used to be afraid of people in wheelchairs because i was just afraid of wheelchairs like cause my uh, my grandfather was in a wheelchair you don't like wheels i don't know what it was <laughs> i don't know what it was and so my granddad he used to use bengay all the time you know what bengay is it's that that cream that um, yeah yeah it's remember. that cream it's like um like tiger bomb and yeah. icy hot but being gay is that good stuff that's mm -hmm. what like people with arthritis use to get deep down in their uh deep tissue right so i always associated the smell of bengay with wheelchairs and i always was afraid of people in wheelchairs if there was somebody in a wheelchair i would avoid them because i was scared of them but like as time went on like I was like, that's not wrong with people with wheelchairs. They just a person in a chair. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And that was just like my childish ways, like just being an irrational fear. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, let's push these kids to see things that that's not that's not what we think is normal. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, um, the the only reason why see kids are not automatically having irrational fears mm -hmm. you know they they don't they're they're not automatically like hateful or you know they're, they're taught that these things are normal mm -hmm. right i mean they are normal they're normative which is separate normative mm -hmm. just means that it's been like for example uh straight white people uh, or being straight is normative because they have more power um, in legislation and government, uh, but being gay obviously is a normal thing. It's just not normative because there's not enough representation mm -hmm. and stuff. And um, so it's like brands of cars, like Nissan, Honda, Toyota. We see those all the time. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't mean those are like the normal cars. There's more cars out there. Right. That's just what we see on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm -hmm. mm. So. Um. So so yeah, it's it's not. I, I don't think it's confusing. It's only confusing to the people who have been taught that it is confusing. Mm -hmm. Trying to go against the uh, what is it? Trying to go against the simulation, going against the matrix. Right. But but kids, you know, they're 
you know, they're curious, they're mm-hmm. open-minded. Because a kid going to ask. <laughs> they going to ask questions. A kid going to ask some questions. A kid going to be like, um, why you act like that? Right. Is you gay? A, a kid is going to ask questions because they want to know. They want to understand. Why is, what happens to that, that curiosity? What happens to that wonder? I don't know. What kills that wonder? On the next episode of Society. Society. There we go, y'all. Society kills wonder in children. Let's abolish society. Yeah, because they're they're told at a certain point they have to stop. You know, they have to stop. They have to give in to societal norms and just just be a part of the system, Mm. rather than being their own person. And you know, if they want to go against the system, they. <laughs> that oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So, when we're children, we all have wonder in our eyes. We all have this big idea. We all want to learn. We're all curious. And some of us fall victim to the system. And some of us put on our black suits and we walk in line with our heads down and our hats on. Some of us wear our black dresses and we walk down the street with uh, the doilies on our head and we be quiet. And then there are some of us who say, what the hell? I don't want to do that. And I don't want to look like that. And this is not what I want to do with my life. And I'm going to I'm going to rebel. Right. And that's us. Exactly. And we're rebelling and we're still fighting the same fight. So it has not. It's not who we are. It's what they don't want. We're opening our minds. We want to do better and we want to see more. And they don't want that. No. Mm. We get into the nitty gritty. So all we gotta do is find who made this gender shit up, and let's whoop his ass. White people. These let's Euro- go back in time. These Eurocentric ass. ass racist white people. Let's whoop that ass. Let's go back. Let's find. Let's find Charles Darwin ass and whoop that ass. Let's find his ass and whoop that ass. Let's go back into. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't. Charles Darwin actually it's funny because if you're talking about Eurocentrism you know Charles Darwin was the one that um, you know came up with the whole idea of evolution Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but people use that as an excuse and to justify their racism and their genocides because then they're saying that white people are um, oh, they're the natural, they're the evolved. They're they're more civilized, inherently more civilized, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they they've taken that's just an ex- another example of scientific bias where they've taken either religion or science, and then they use it to their advantage to discriminate to discriminate others. Mm. They're still doing that. It's that whole goddamn thing again. It's us versus them yeah. and me versus us. Just if you think about it, like Trump supporters, they only they'll say, OK, but, you know, it's just science. It's just science that, you know, you, you can't dispute science when we're talking about trans issues. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's not I don't like saying trans issues because the issue is not with trans people. It's the the issue is with people's perception of trans people mm-hmm. and themselves, you know, because when they see a trans person, they immediately think of themselves and how 
it's almost like they envy us because you know they've been told that they have to either be masculine or feminine mm-hmm. based on you know what their birth sex is and that's how they have to stick to so when they see someone going against that and just living their true self mm-hmm. that's when we get hated discriminated because that's what people do and that also ties into mental health but i digress what was i talking about originally that's what people do you were saying that um if they see somebody that's happy happy go they some hating ass bitches that's what you just said they some hating ass bitches you know like when you in a club you getting down and you having fun and you getting your groove on and you look over and there's a hating ass bitch looking at you Mm -hmm. like why she acting like that why is she dancing like that they just some hating ass bitches you hate us because people project their own insecurities Mm -hmm. that's what they're doing when they see a trans person living their true self and actually being happy and they get upset at that it's only because they're projecting their own insecurities and unhappiness from their childhood you know trauma or etc that's how it is that's how it's always been um and that's it that's that or not like yeah. so like that so before we close um speak to us real quick if there's somebody out there who's trying to discover themselves who's on the path of gender discovery or if there's a there's a, somebody on here who's listening and they're on their they're a trans person and they don't know where to go no more give them some a piece of advice what do you mean when like they don't know where to go they don't know where to turn they don't know where the they don't know i don't know i don't know well if they need support i always recommend finding other you know trans people either through social media Mm -hmm. or at school i mean it depends on their age and you know their environment that they live in um but if there are trans people that they know or that they know that are in their area or school or on, online things like that i always recommend having a support group of, of people who actually can understand mm. you know and give you advice um you know because like if i'm you know as a person who's non-binary i can't get advice from someone who is cisgender like they can't right because they, they're not really gonna understand um but you know if they if if any trans person is having trouble you know being able to kind of understand themselves and they're in the process or wanting to process of finding themselves i always recommend starting um with getting rid of the stigma of mental health first because you can't find yourself unless you are self-aware so first you have to get rid of that you know stigma of mental health in order to want to find yourself right they're trying to be in the conversation these birds that bird said they said let me speak that bird said i'm gonna be in the conversation they have opinions they They have questions we got press